Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about yellow jackets. Last week, I was complaining that I got stung by a yellow jacket and was struggling. Um, I went to the doctor for it. Turns out it was a long-sustained allergic reaction that caused my whole leg to swell to the point where I could barely walk. As I was writing this episode, it was still swollen. I'm recording it. It's all better. I'm good. It's all better. Because I was struggling so much with the sting, I did a lot of yellow jacket research last week, so it just made sense to do an episode on them. It was my first bug sting ever, so this was a big deal for me. The picture of the yellow jacket that got me is up on our Instagram at bugplugpod, if you're curious. Yellow jacket is the common name for a predatory social wasp here in North America. There are 16 yellow jacket species across the world, and they can be found really anywhere that people live. They look like wasps, but with like yellow and black stripes on their abdomen, and they're a little bit skinnier and smaller than the wasps that we have here, and I mistakenly thought it was a bee without my glasses on. They're about the same size as honeybees, but they're not as fluffy. I know honeybees aren't really fluffy, but they aren't as sleek as yellow jackets. Do you you get what I mean? Anyway, they have two wings and are great flyers. They nest in the ground, in logs, in tree stumps, or in areas like home eaves and between walls. They live in groups of up to 3,000 and tend to stay about 1,000 feet from their nests. These nests are often hard to find and are made up of wood pulp and have entrances about the size of a nickel. That's not very big. Or is it? How big is a nickel? Eh. Anyway. They are most often seen in hot and arid climates, really making themselves known in like late spring throughout summer. I honestly can't remember ever seeing one before the one that tried to kill me. I know we have them here in Oklahoma, but maybe I'm just always like over a thousand feet from their nests. Who knows? They like sweets and proteins. So if you're eating outside, they might start bothering you for your food. I mean, they will start bothering you for your food. They're very aggressive and they've been known to chase people. They especially get hostile in the fall when their colony starts to die out. All female yellow jackets can sting, and they've also been known to bite. It's rare that they will only sting once, as they don't lose their stinger, and like I said, they're very aggressive. Luckily, the one that got me met her end pretty quick, so she only got me once. Outside of your snacks, they also tend to feed on plant nectar and insects. They're actually considered a beneficial insect in agriculture because they do take care of many pest species while pollinating the flowers. They send like 500,000 people to the hospital each year. I was reading what to do after my sting and I kept reading, head straight to the emergency room if you were stung more than 50 times. First of all, terrifying. Second, how the heck are you expected to count all those? A lot of people experience reactions from the stings, ranging from simply just the pain to extreme allergic reactions that can be deadly. Apparently I'm allergic after the sting, I got super dizzy and nauseous. 
I did take a little nap and felt a little bit better after, but you know, the swelling and the itching after was intense. Itching for like three days after, as I was writing this, my whole leg was still very swollen. Um, now that I'm recording it, I'm all good. It's all good. It's all gone. But it took over a week. As someone allergic to so many things, it's important to keep an eye on your body after being stung by anything. If you start to feel like something isn't right, it's better to be safe than sorry and head to the doctor. Of course, I say this as someone fortunate enough to have healthcare and access to medical treatment. I get that here in the United States, that is a luxury. There are things you can do without going to the doctor. So a few tips that I read when I was freaking out was um, washing the sting site with soap and water immediately, elevating the sting site and using ice. Making a paste with baking soda and water to apply to the sting site is also supposed to help. I really hate to say this, but if there are yellow jackets around, you should just leave them alone as long as you aren't allergic and can modify some behaviors to keep them away. For example, avoid wearing like bright flower colors and using floral smelling perfumes when you're outside in an area that has yellow jackets because they think you're a flower. Isn't that sweet? But then they attack you. Not sweet. When you see a yellow jacket, stay calm. Swatting it will only make it angry. And then when it's angry, it'll release a pheromone that will attract more angry wasps. Not good. Because they're actually beneficial, it's best to leave them alone if possible. Now, if you're like me and getting stung is a whole ordeal, you can easily get rid of yellow jacket nests by simply pouring soapy water into it. Or, you know, if one's trying to get into your house, maybe just swat it. I had that happen last night. One tried to get into my house. Never seen one before. And then all of a sudden in the last like week and a half, they're everywhere. Crazy. They have a pretty interesting life cycle. Worker wasps hatch each spring and die each winter. The queen, however, will overwinter just once. So she'll hatch in the spring with everyone else, but she'll survive one winter to lay eggs the following spring, and then she'll die with all the workers from the eggs she laid. A new queen will take over and lay eggs the next year. Isn't that fun? So if you see a yellow jacket napping in a log this winter, it's a queen. I feel like I focused a lot on the stinging, but there are some cool yellow jacket facts. For example, they're social wasps. So they communicate with each other, but do it with pheromones or like different chemicals. These pheromones can communicate where food can be found or where there's danger. Also, apparently they're called meat bees in some places, which I ab absolutely love. Meat bees. Crazy. Finally, will it pet? No, they don't like people. Don't bring them into your house. Just no. Bad idea. Okay, let's recap and close this one out. Yellow jackets are terrifying, and they sometimes get mistaken for bees. They are beneficial. By eating pests and pollinating flowers, they actually do great work. They have a similar social structure to bees, where a queen lays the eggs and the workers bring back food. And a lot of people are allergic to their stings, so be careful out there in the spring or summer, because they'll get ya. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks for learning with me on this sting trauma-induced episode. I said episode too many times. Oh well. I'll see you next week here on the Bug Plug Pod. Thank you.